Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Welcome to Ask Wardy. We're talking about oats today. If you've ever tried to soak them ahead of time to uh, de- to neutralize phytic acid, you might end up with really hard clumps that are just like glued together from all the oat starch. You bite on them and they hurt. They're not fun to eat. Well, I'm holding up my pre-soaked oats that I have soaked and then dried and they are not hard. They're actually really pleasantly crunchy and soft, really nice to eat. So I'm talking today about um, that topic and actually walking you through making them yourself. There is a secret step it's actually a, it's rather than something that you do, it's something that you don't do to make sure that your oats, your pre-soaked oats, are not uh, rock hard or glued together with really tough starch. So let's get into it. First, let me welcome you to Ask Wardy. This is the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking. I am thrilled that you're here. We meet every Wednesday at this time, either on Facebook Live, Periscope, or you can catch the recordings and the notes and the transcripts at askwardy.tv anytime. So this is episode 94. So if you have to jump off or if you prefer to read, just go to askwardy.tv. TV, look for episode 94, and you will see everything that I'm going to talk about today. As you're coming on live, Periscope and Facebook, welcome to you. Thanks so much for joining me live. Share your first name, where you're from, and what you're sipping on in the comments. We'd love to share that. And if you're on Facebook, Danielle is there in the comments, and she's going to be um, answering questions that you have, also pasting links to things that I mention, so you can check there. Um, But all the links are at askwardy.tv episode 94 for everything I'm sharing today. So ready to get into it? Here's the issue. You go through a lot of effort because if you're into traditional cooking, traditional foods, you know that we like to neutralize anti-nutrients so that we improve the nutrition and digestion of our foods. So one of those nutrients is phytic acid and it binds with minerals in our digestive tract. So it's really good to neutralize it ahead of time. Just do some pre-treatment of our food. It's present in grains, nuts, seeds, so that our food is more nutritious and digestible. Well, there's a lot of recipes calling for oats. And in fact, if you do Trim Healthy Mama or you're making granola, you're just using oats with their phytic acid, blending it right up or using it in the recipe. And you're like, "Mm, I'd really like to have these pre-soaked because soaking is one of the methods of reducing phytic acid. Sprouting is as well. Uh, fermenting or souring is as well but in terms of oats really the best thing to do is soaking because it works really well for this food so you go through a lot of effort you soak your oats with an acidic slash probiotic medium um, overnight then you dry them in your dehydrator 
and then you go to eat them and they are rock hard. What's the problem? You just went to all that effort. Well, our oats are not rock hard. They're really pleasant. I love to use them in Trim Healthy Mama e-dishes, like I love to make the Trim Healthy waffles and Trim Healthy pancakes that call for taking oats and blending them into a flour in the blender. Or if there's other baked good recipes, cookies that you want to toss oats into, it's really great to have them pre-soaked, but you definitely want them to have, you definitely want them to turn out so they're not rock hard. And this is a question that actually came in from Renee, who was making oatmeal. Um, sorry, granola. <laughs> granola, oatmeal, same thing, right? Uh, she said, I was so excited to purchase my first dehydrator and I've been having fun with herbs and soaking nuts. One thing I was really looking forward to though was soaked and dehydrated oats, which I'm calling pre-soaked oats. Granola or a lovely bowl of oatmeal on those mornings when I forget to soak them overnight would be so nice because you can literally take your pre-soaked oats and you can just cook them up into oatmeal on the spot or you can combine them with like spices and dried fruit and nuts and seeds and your favorite milk and make a granola on the spot. We call those granola bowls. So she said, unfortunately, my first attempt turned out really hard. Even when I cook them up, they stay in hard clumps and the granola isn't accepted by the family who loves the texture of real granola. Yes, our family members. This, all the things that we make have to pass muster, don't they? She says, do you have any suggestions? Or if nothing else, could you just walk us through the steps and add your commentary so I can figure out what to expect at each step? Thanks so much. All right, Renee, I'm really happy to help because pre-soaked oats are one of my best friends in the kitchen. I love using them. Like we were talking about just a bit ago, you can make a quick granola bowl. You can cook them up quick for oatmeal without having to, you know, if you forgot to soak the night before, you can toss them in your Trim Healthy Mama um, E recipes that call for oats that you grind into a flour or that you add whole into things. So it's really, really great to have pre-soaked oats on hand. So I'm gonna walk you through it. Um, and the, when I told you there was a secret step, it's a secret thing that we don't do, and I call it the no agitation rule. See, because oats have a lot of starch, and when you combine them with water, you stir them, and they release all that starch, and then you dry them, but they're still coated with that starch, and it turns into a glue, and that's what makes your pre-soaked oats, or whatever you're making with them, just rock hard and not fun to eat. So I'm gonna walk you through the steps now, and we are not gonna agitate anything so that we're gonna end up with very soft, crumbly, yet crisp, pre-soaked oats. Hope you guys can see that well. I'll try to get a close-up shot for you um, with the recording. But see, they're just crumbling. They crunch, not hurting my teeth at all. All right, so if you're ready, we're gonna walk through the steps. So the recipe that I have for you at um, askwardy.tv Make seven cups, and you start with eight cups of oats. We're not actually gonna do it on that scale here um, on today's demonstration, but it's a very simple formula, so whether you're gonna do eight cups or three cups like I'm gonna do, or you're gonna scale it up to 16, it's very easy to do. Um, do know, though, you're limited by your dehydrator size, so my dehydrator is an Excalibur, and there's links for you at the show notes or with this video. It has nine trays. And the recipe that's at uh, the show notes at askwardy.tv that calls for eight cups of oats will use about four dehydrator trays. So if you have a nine tray dehydrator, you can double it and still fit it all, okay? So that just helps you for scale. If you have like a four or five tray dehydrator, then you don't wanna double it. You just go with, you know, the maximum would be your eight cup recipe. 
So I'm just gonna do three cups here just for simplicity. This is three cups of organic rolled oats. And you can do thick rolled, you can do regular rolled. You could probably even do quick oats, you know, the really tiny bits. But um, they're maybe gonna end up like a lot crumbly when you're done. So I haven't ever tried it, I can't say for sure, but I'm gonna guess that you should go with regular or um, thick. Those are the two that I've done and get good results. Okay, so got three cups here and we're gonna soak it overnight um, or you know, 12 to 24 hours, at least seven hours to reduce the phytic acid. The thing that does the work is an acid that you combine with your oats and water, of course. And I really like to use a probiotic acid. So I've got kombucha here because I think that the, um, the friendly organisms there really enhance the soaking process and make it sort of like a mini fermentation, which makes it even more healthy for you. For three cups of oats, we're gonna soak with three cups of water. So the exact amount of water. For every cup of water, you need a tablespoon of your acid. So I have three tablespoons of an acid here. And I'm gonna pour this over first so that um, when I add the water, the water will help distribute the kombucha through the oats and I don't have to stir at all. Because remember my rule, no agitation. All right, because the issue is here, once they're wet, you do not stir them. These need to stay just undisturbed, okay? And you leave that for seven to 12 hours, 12, 24 hours, basically overnight. And you do wanna cover it. So I'm gonna take this plastic off my already soaked oats and just recycle it here. So I started soaking these about 24 hours ago. You can see if I tip it, there's still liquid in there, I don't wanna spill it out, but if I tip it, you can see that they have really plumped up and there's, you know, there's some loose liquid, but not very much, it's, they've absorbed most of the liquid. And again, I did not stir it the whole time, okay? So now it's time to dehydrate. So like I said, I have an Excalibur and you do need liners. So these are the Paraflex liners, but you could also use simple as parchment paper because uh, the oats will fall through the mesh. So you do wanna line it. So I've got it ready to go, and this is really, this is enough for two trays, so I'm just gonna get you started on this with how it works. So, slotted spoon. I really like this slotted spoon because it's like flat, so I can get a lot of oats um, without, without putting them into um, cramped quarters. They can drain, and I can transfer it easily to um, the tray. So, no agitation, remember. So I'm gonna dip into this and grab a set and just let that drip off. They don't have to be completely dry because the dehydrator is gonna dry them, but the more you can drip off, the um, faster they'll dry in the dehydrator. So I just do it, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds per scoop. Then I come and lay them on the tray and I just very gently, no agitation, remember, uh, spread it out with the edge of the spoon. So I kind of make it like mm, quarter, inch thick or thereabouts it's you know you're going to get ridges like that but i generally just want to spread it out so it's sort of thin okay and i haven't agitated them at all and i'll hold this up so you can see it do you see that 
Okay, so you would repeat on two trays for this entire amount of oats. We started with three, if you remember, okay? Then pretend this is full and pretend I have another tray full. It goes in the dehydrator. And uh, with the Excalibur, you can use this neat trick where you start at pretty high temperature for uh, two hours. So you'd put it like at 145 degrees for the first two hours. And then you're gonna turn it down lower to like, I try to do things at raw temperatures. So 115 or below um, to finish until they're dry. And they're gonna take 12 to 24 hours total, depending on how um, thick your oats are because they could be thick rolled oats, so it'll take longer than rolled, and also how thickly you've laid them out here. So all of that's gonna factor into how long it takes overall till they're dry and crispy. And here is the tray of finished. So you can see they're, they're darker. Uh, a lot of liquid has been dried out, in fact, all, nearly all of it. Um, but we still have that kind of ridge shape from me doing the spoon. They weren't agitated, they were just spread out by my spoon motion. And they've shrunk a little bit. In fact, whatever you start with, you're going to end up with less. So the recipe written out that calls for eight cups of rolled oats, you're going to end up with about seven total. So this will be less um, when we're done. And they're dry, which you can tell because they sound crunchy. And you can just easily break them apart. And you can test them eating them. They're not like glue, they're not hard. No, they're not flavored at all. They just taste like sweet oats. I think oats have a nice, really wonderful natural sweetness, um, but of course they're not flavored. So these are ready to put in a recipe that calls for oats. They're ready to put in a bowl and add your cinnamon and milk and coconut and honey and whatever else you wanna add. You could use these in a granola recipe. So at this point, then you're tossing with your ingredients and like to drying out more. Um, you can combine with water and cook up for instant oatmeal. They're just really, really awesome. So you, you've got them dry now, and what you want to do is break them apart to whatever chunks you like. I, I try to keep them in somewhat chunky. I don't It's It's more work to break them up small, but if I want to use them in a granola bowl, I like to have bigger bigger clumps of them. Again, they're not hard or glued together. They're really nice, but you're going to break them up and put them in jars or however you wanna store them and store them cool and dry in your pantry. You could, if you wanted, um, put them in the freezer if you're not gonna use them up fairly quickly. And that's really it. Is that not amazing? So one of my favorite uses for these, like I said, is in the Trim Healthy Mama recipes. So the Trim Healthy pancakes, the Trim Healthy um, waffles, they say to take a cup of oats, put in your blender, grind into a flour, and then you add your other ingredients like cottage cheese and cinnamon and egg whites, and you blend that into a batter, and then you start making your pancakes. And we have those a lot, or you use the same um, batter for your waffles. I do them a lot like that. And if you haven't heard about Trim Healthy Mom, I just want to take a moment and share my story. As you may know, um, here we love traditional food. Um, I got to a point a couple years ago where I needed to lose some weight, so what I did was I combined the principles of Trim Healthy Mama with our traditional food, so things like pre-soaked oats here. So where other people would be just doing the oats in the blender, I pre-soak them so, they're, so the phytic acid is reduced. And so over the course of a year, I was able to lose more than 30 pounds by doing the Trim Healthy Mama eating principles with uh, our, our beloved traditional foods. And I would love to share a menu plan for you. It's a one week menu plan to share, share with you kind of the foods that I still eat, um, but that I used a lot in that year to lose um, over 30 pounds. So you can get that. 
um, by following the link that's with this video or it's going to be pasted in the notes. So it's tradcookschool.com slash free menu, where free menu is all one word. And there you can get a one week menu plan. It's called the purest menu um, because the purest and trim healthy mom are the ones that are doing, you know, still keeping up with their soaking, sprouting and fermenting and kind of just staying pretty pure with whole foods and real foods. Um, Trim Healthy Mama in general is real food based, but you can be very pure like we have been. So grab that menu if you haven't already. In it, I also share more of my story and there's links for you to read more. Um, but we put it together and people seem to love it. So I want to make sure you know about it. So we have come to the end. I would love to hear from you in the comments if you try this method and Renee, especially you, if it improves your pre-soaked oats, um, if you find these useful. I just always have some on hand and the method is very easy. It takes very little just you know, while you're making dinner or whatever, start soaking your oats. And the next day, mid-afternoon, evening again, spread them on the dehydrator trays. And then the next day, pull them out of the dehydrator. It's just a couple minutes, a few days in a row, and then you can end up with a jar full of pre-soaked oats for all of your favorite Trim Healthy Mama or granola or traditional food recipes. It's great when you can do traditional food, as you may know, that often we are soaking, sprouting, or fermenting. So even though those stages don't take very long, um, still, if you've got a hankering for something, you think, oh, I haven't soaked it, it's really, good to it's really good to find these cool little things that you can do so that you can instantly make something that you can be 100% confident is really healthy for you. And pre-soaked oats are definitely that for me. Uh, like I said before, they're one of my best friends in the kitchen, and I hope they will be for you too. Thanks everyone for joining me. Uh, come back again next week. Ask Gordy, same time, same place. You can always check out the archives or the notes later if you do miss it live. No big deal. We're all busy, I understand. So that's at askgordy.tv. And one of the reasons we um, go through so much effort to document everything we're sharing is for people that don't have time to listen or watch too. So you can read everything that we've shared. We're on episode 94. I can hardly believe it. Um, and there's pretty much notes for everything, except our first few episodes. Um, actually, they have notes too, just not as detailed. We started getting really detailed um, a couple episodes in. So, and if you have a question, like Renee's question, submit it. You'll find instructions at askwardy.tv. I'd love to put it in the queue and answer it for you. All right, and I'm gonna give you a quick heads up about what's coming the end of October. We're gonna do a couple Ask Wardies on a really exciting topic, at least exciting to me because we love kind of DIY self-sufficient things. So we're gonna be talking about milling your own grains. So that'll be hopefully starting next week, but definitely by the following week. So look for that in the next couple weeks. We're gonna do a series on milling your own grains. I'm gonna show you sprouting, um, doing sprouted, milling sprouted grains. I'm gonna show you how to work a home grain mill. Uh, it's gonna be pretty exciting. So mark that on your calendars and join me. If you have any questions about this or questions for future Ask Wardy, then askwardy.tv has all the information for you. And thanks so much for joining me. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at tradcookschool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. 
To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.